and this is the Age Group Multisport Podcast with me, Richard Conway. This is a platform for Age Group Multisport athletes to showcase their journeys. to you by Presca Sportswear. Presca are the f- world's first climate positive sportswear brand. Do cycling gear for men and women and also running gear and also some triathlon gear. Um, and they were kind enough to send me samples over and I've got to say they were really really good and a few weeks ago they had a flash sale. I don't know whether you saw it on uh, Instagram and if you you haven't well it might be worth your while following uh Presca Sportswear on Instagram um for the next one because the cycling gear was really really cheap and Mrs C uh went and bought a winter top and also some um bib shorts uh and she's delighted with them so yeah so yeah get yourself over to their website which is uh, prescasportswear.com and have a little look Hey, how are you doing up? You're all okay and the training's going well and your racing's going even better. And thank you once again for taking the time out to listen to this podcast. And on episode 55, we welcome back Yanni Christodoulou, who was originally on episode 9. And we catch up with Yanni after he got in touch with us and said it had been a while. And it has actually, it's been two years um, since he was on the podcast so we catch up with Yanni and uh, find out what he's been doing in those two years. Um, yeah, some really good good chat about the races that he's been in and a little bit about COVID as well because uh, he suffered with that. Um, I think at the time of episode nine, we were just going into lockdown and uh, here we are two years on and it's, it's still around. It's not going anywhere. Um, so yeah, um, that's coming up. Hope you enjoy that chat. So Mrs. C and a few of our WBC Wolves Breakfast Club team members were up at York Triathlon two weekends ago. It was a well-organised triathlon. Pool-based swim. We had a a member of ours who'd only done one previous triathlon, so we decided that we would go and support her in a second one. And uh, yeah, it was, like I say, it was a well-run triathlon. The... Weather wasn't ever so good or very kind. It was quite wet in the morning. The ladies went off first in the morning, the men in the afternoon. And the cycle route was on a university campus. So it was a bit technical, but um, they all seemed to have enjoyed it after they'd done it. I wasn't racing, I was just supporting. Um, So yeah, if you're up in that neck of the woods and you want to triathlon around about this time of year, try that uh, York triathlon. Uh, like I said, well organised and the guys really enjoyed it. New book on the horizon. I've just picked up Adam Peaty's um, autobiography, donated to me by my son. And uh, yeah, so far so good. Really enjoying it. Uh, I'll give you a little bit more feedback when I've finished it. Been watching the ladies uh, tour after the men's tour. The ladies did a, an eight day race. And yeah, that was pretty good. Some horrific crashes on the way. Um, 
but yeah, really good racing. Uh, we've also been watching the Commonwealth Games, um, which was fantastic to see all those different sports um, coming together in, in our country. And I'm sure lots of you were quite fortunate to go and actually see it live because there was, there was plenty of things on. We mainly focused on watching the triathlon and the, uh, the relay triathlon, which were really exciting. Um, and then we watched the cycling and lots of the athletics as well. Uh, so yeah, lots to, lots to watch in, in an event like that. Uh, so that was really cool. Been listening to a, a few podcasts while I've been working and one of them is the Tri-Dot podcast. And this episode, they had um, 16 skills that would have us racing faster um, than ever before. So, yeah, it was it was pretty good. There was there was a few things in that I hadn't really thought about. Um, so it's always nice to to learn and and uh, pick up new new ideas. So that uh, that's worth a listen. It was out on the 18th of July if uh, you go over to whatever platform that you listen to your um, podcasts on. Uh, so yeah, 16 triathlon skills to sharpen uh, your race um, on the Tri Triathlon podcast. I was also listening to the Simon Ward podcast and um, on episode... Oh, can't, can't actually remember what episode it was. Um, anyway, it was um, how to be faster, a faster cyclist, and he was recommending to forget FTP and focus on MSP, which is more important. And he had Jacques Devore on. Uh, an MSP is the maximum sustainable power that you can hold over a long period of time. So if you're doing, uh, you know, halves or full Ironmen or ultras, then um, this is a pretty good podcast to have a listen to, actually. Uh, so, yeah, Simon Ward. Uh, again, I'm not sure what episode it was, but it was on uh, the 22nd of June and it was uh, very informative. So there's a couple of there's a couple of podcasts for you to get your teeth into, uh, as well as this one that you're listening to now and all our previous 54. Um, give them a listen. Give them a like. And if you're an age group athlete and you would like to come on the podcast and share your story, please do get in touch. You can either DM us uh, on both Facebook and on Instagram, um, or you can send us an email at agegroupmultisportpodcast at gmail.com. Um, so, yeah, don't be shy. Um, come on and have a chat. That's all it is. Um, and we're all good at talking about ourselves, aren't we? So it should be too, shouldn't be too hard. Uh, and if you're unsure of the format, well, I don't think you will be because you've been listening to it already. So you know what to expect. It's all about you and what you've been up to and what you've been through. Um, so, yeah, come on and uh, share your story and inspire others. Right. It's now for the main event and I shall see you on the other side. Um, thank you for wanting to come back on and update us. Let's uh, do it. I can't believe it was August of 2020 when we spoke last. Blimey, that was two years ago. I did, I did think it was a few years back, but I wasn't yeah. sure. Um, I wasn't sure if it was two nineteen or two twenty. Wow. Yeah, yeah, two twenty. I was just. I listened to it again today, just for as a as a refresher as to where where we'd left it really. Um, and yeah, it was August twenty twenty. It went out, so would have been a couple of weeks before that when we we actually chatted. So. Okay. Yeah. So still in. Still in. I, I think I remember a lot of what we were chatting about. At, uh, very much the pandemic and stuff, wasn't it really? And yeah, 
yeah, everything had gone on hold, hadn't it? And um, yeah, yeah. So it was just a bit of a. Well, we didn't know what was happening, did we? No. Nah. <laughs> so how's things with you? You're looking very well. Yeah, not too bad. I, unfortunately, I got I picked up COVID. Um, I'm not sure if I picked up during during the race. Uh, well, um, on the, after the relay race on a Sunday, I started feeling my throat um, was a bit weird. And I said to my wife as we were walking, um, we as you're walking round after the race, I said I don't I don't feel great. Like something wrong with my um, throat. And then the following day, I woke up with a full head cold. Um, I tested myself out there, but I was all right. Um, well, I, I mean, um, I, I felt very achy because I did two back-to-back races. Yeah, so I wasn't yeah. sure. And I didn't have much energy, but um, I tested myself a few times out there and it was negative. I managed on the the following Friday, I managed to do a speed session on the bike and the the, the run, which was all right, no, no problem. But I did feel, after it, I felt really tired. Um, and I thought that's not normal. But um I kept testing. When I got back on the Sunday, I still tested. And then um, on the Wednesday, I, I got on the... Um, I was only doing very easy training after that as well. Um, on the Wednesday, I, I went um, on the bike, what bike and noticed my heart rate was um, about 15, 20 beats higher than normal. Right. So, um, But I felt fine, apart from I had this head cold. I was bunged up and that was all, all it was. And yeah, it ended up being COVID. And um, yeah. Yeah, so I stopped. I, I was I was um, ne- uh, I was negative after four days, but um, yeah, I, I've I've been limping through training. I've been getting through training. Every day's been better, but um, I haven't been able to do uh, um, hard sessions that hard. Um, yeah, it's just a bit weird, and um, yeah, I yeah. seem to get really tired really quickly. Yeah, so it's obviously although I didn't I didn't feel like it at the time. It's obviously affected me a bit later on. But yeah, yeah. what well, about you? Well, after after you're having a couple of races as well, your body will be depleted, won't it? Yeah, so I did. I mean, I did that. I did those races, and then um, I um, obviously got it, and then I did the British Aquathlon Championships. Um, expecting to do, uh, would have expected to do well normally, but um, yeah, um, I decided to uh, on the Thursday decided that we we well we decided we should go and do it because um, I had loads more energy and I, I was all right in the race, but it took me a long time to get going on the swim. I don't know if that was a mental thing. I did the national sprint uh, championships um, last weekend, and um, I just uh, on the run. I just um, was my strongest point. Normally, I can hold speed really well. I just dropped the time really quickly. Um, I'm talking about thirty to forty seconds from the first mile to the last mile. But um, just yeah, just getting very fatigued. But um, it, it's getting better and better. Good news. Good to hear. Yeah. So I think it was uh, like I say, it was August when we spoke last. Yeah, it was all just in lockdown, and you'd had a, a good a good year of training. I think you'd say that was the last the last thing, and then we went into the quick fire questions. So, what's happened since we last spoke? Then, what have you been what have you been up to? So uh, last year, I think I, me- I think I mentioned ten years. It was going to be my last. I wasn't going to. I was just going to do a triathlon. And a, yeah, a yeah, that's what you'd said. Yeah, yeah. So that that was the main aim. So the main aim, all, all championships, and to be the best in the triathlon, to be the best. I could be really, and um, so what I did, I went to Eton Dorney to um, uh, not necessarily to qualify for the World Champs. Although I, I submitted my application because um, it was for the World Champs in Montreal. What I, I distance thought, um, was that, Yanni? I then what distance? Sprint, was that? Yeah, sprint what, triathlon. What year are we? Is this twenty twenty? Yeah, no, no. So we're on twenty twenty one because um, right. if I remember, to, well, twenty twenty, I managed to get, um, I managed to do one triathlon. 
Uh, one, I was I had a cold, so I couldn't do um, that. You we were told to stay away, which is Heber Castle. Um, I, I won the I won the Folkestone Channel Triathlon, and then I did um, a couple duathlons, I think, and yeah. um, I run that, and that was it. Um, I literally had like in September because you were allowed to race when in September. I literally went all the way in, until um, I think they decided to have another lockdown. And, and that was it, really. So then um, I went back into the uh, winter training and concentrating on the 221 um, Valencia Sprint Triathlon Championships. Right. Obviously, at the time, we didn't know if it was going to go ahead, but I um, trained for it. And, um, yeah, so I've, I turned up to to do um, – I thought, well, I better start um, practising, um, like doing these big races where you go into these qualifiers because um, – because I thought, well, give, give it a go. So I went to Eton Dorney and um, uh, went there to get practice for um, for uh, Valencia. So I wasn't very, I wasn't really bothered about, you know, um, the, the qualifying for triathlon because I, I had the World Championship. I didn't think I was going to be good enough for it. So I went to Eton Dorney. Um, I think I was eighth. Um, so it was good practice. And I thought, well, there's a lot of people that I'm going to race against um, here in Valencia. So it's just good. Good to see. So I did that, and then about a month um, later, uh, I went to or Eastbourne, which was the qualifier. And actually, um, love the course. I, I went back in this year, but I love the course, and um, it's a, it's very challenging. It's basically uphill, yeah. quite a lot of it, and um, yeah, just really enjoyed it. And I, I came off the run really, really strong run um, for the best run I at the time I ran. Um, in triathlon so I knew I was in good shape and I qualified for the world championships and um and that was hit really uh, I said to my wife like I said if, if uh, she said if we, we come to conclusion because we I competed in Penticton in 2017 yeah and I said and I said to her like um we loved Canada I said if it is Montreal we'll go I'll do one more season and we'll go like I'll give it all in one seat and she said okay let, let's let's see yeah so um, anyway so it's all geared up for um so um, I was all geared up for the European Championships, but obviously got this qualifying for the World Triathlon Championships for two for the uh, two twenty two, yeah. and uh, it was obviously that would that was a dream, uh, that would be a dream come true because um, I think I mentioned it in the previous podcast. I yeah, first you did. Started. Yeah, that was your that was yeah. your goal to try and qualify for the Worlds. Yeah, yeah, and the fact that I had um, what come home from work and uh, watched the Olympics and yeah. watched the triathlon, and that was. The thing that made me um, think, wow, like I need to get on and do something. So I, w- I won't talk about that because we talked about that before. But yeah, yeah so they, can, they can catch up on uh, episode nine if they want to listen to <laughs> your background story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, in um, yeah, so basically last year it was all geared up. I, I did the national sprint um, triathlon championships a few weeks, I think, before um, uh, Valencia, and I, I came second. Uh, in, in the nationals in, in my age group. So I, I was yep. happy. I had a really good race. Well done. Um, so I was happy with that. Um, and um, yeah, it was all geared up to the, uh, that race, the Europeans and um, turned up to Europeans. And um, yeah, uh, uh, it was a bit of a weird one because um, I, I'm used to going to, because all the races last year were time trial format. So mm-hmm. I used to, apart from um, the nationals, which no, the nationals was a time trial format. I'm sure it was. Um, I can't remember, but um, yeah. the the the, um, the Europeans was time trial format. You had to wear a mask up until you actually started a race, and there was no way you um, you were all there was quite a lot of barriers, so you were enclosed, so you couldn't like for example, my wife couldn't go to the finish line, so you couldn't get very fast, so you couldn't warm up and stuff. And I need a good warm up, 
Um, so st we, we started one by one in our age group. And of course, you don't know who you're racing. So it's like a time trial format. Um, so it was a bit strange. There wasn't no team photo. There wasn't like a team environment doing stuff um, because obviously there's still restrictions over there. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I got on the swim and um, came out of the swim, felt quite fresh. And I thought, oh, maybe I've had a bad swim. Um, and normally when I'm feeling fresh, normally I've had a, I've had a, a bad swim. Um, so I came out, um, it was a bit slower than I would have thought. Um, got onto the bike, really gave the bike, um, or, or could, it was quite technical. Um, it was a bit annoying because it's non-drafting and um, like um, there was a, uh, there was a lot of Spanish people, a lot of people drafting off me, um, but it's the way it goes, I suppose. Um, I kept to the rules and then um, I did the run. I had, had a really good run. I think I ran 17.11 for 5K. It was bang on 5K, which is good because I, I don't yeah. like doing triathlons and then the 5Ks aren't 5Ks because it's my strongest point. Yeah. So I had, I had the fastest run, I think, in my age group. Um, I came ninth, um, but um, I, I was I was quite happy because, uh, I mean, I was only, um, I think, two minutes off the um, the winners and, and a lot of it was um, I worked out if I had better swim, a little bit on the bike, a little mm. bit stronger in the winter, I could I could do really well. So I was happy and I got a, a, a um, qualification from Munich for this year, 222. So that yeah, yeah. that was basically what I did. And then um, I had a break and then started this season, really, um, all gearing up to um, Montreal, really. So I've yeah. said this is, yeah, so I've said this is my last um, year, like doing the age group stuff and yeah. um like so, um, whatever happens with like, if I qualify, I qualify. I, I'm probably not going to take my place up. I'm going to have a year out and then see how I feel when I, if I come back and stuff. But I just want to do my own stuff. Uh, the Montreal World Traffic. Yeah, I mean, how did that? How did that go? Was it um, was it better than Valencia? I mean, obviously yeah, it was, um, it was. It was. It was better than Valencia. Um, I mean, uh, I, I, I learned a lot in Valencia, and um, I mean, a lot of the in Valencia a lot of the gap against like some of the British guys um compared to when I said I mentioned I raced at Eton Dorney was a lot was a lot closer so that was a good thing um that I did improve um in Valencia but yeah it was all geared up for Montreal um it, it went really well it could have gone a lot better um so, can it always <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I, I, had a, I had a fantastic swim so I I am um, then I've got a chance of getting the medal and, and deep down I was aiming for um, top 10 uh, or um, medal I came 13th in my age group but I learned a lot um, and a lot of things went wrong on the day um, with the swim we, we said we'd work together on the bike if we, if we if I was up with him swim I had a fantastic swim I basically came out um, out of transition just behind um, sorry into transition just behind him so I knew straight away I had a really good swim mm -hmm. uh, I knew I could outrun him um, I was um, I'd be good at running however um, I I still run with my cleats on, so people right. laugh at that. You know, I was watching the PTO Canada uh, at the weekend, yeah. and one of the top uh, professionals, he didn't clip. If you're yeah. not if you're not comfortable in doing that, then that's absolutely the right thing not to do. Is you know, why if it works works for you, what you do, there's no right nor wrong. And I, I really don't know whether you you gain that much time. To be honest, by the time you're faffing around trying to get your feet yeah. in your shoes and stuff, I don't know. It's yeah, it's a bit about fifty fifty. I mean, it was a long transition. Yeah, um, you had to run upstairs and then get onto the um, into this big car park. I had to get into um, 
get onto the bike, uh, the bike. He had to run with a bike down this car park. So it was good. I'm talking about a good 400 meters. So right, for me, right. it was really good. But um, I, I run, I run all right on the cleats anyway. But um, I was just a few, literally a couple seconds out of transition, um, out before, um, after, after him and, and a, a few others that were up there. And um, I, I hammered the bike, tried to get on there, get on their tail, but I couldn't because they were. I was on my own. They were going too. They were going too fast, um, yeah. and they were drafting. There was about 10, 15 of yeah, them in the group. Yeah. Yeah. I managed to get swallowed up by um, an, a group of four, and I managed to keep up, keep yeah. behind them. Um, after we went over this this ramp, and I lost my water on the first mile, so I had no oh, water. It's thirty degrees heat. Yeah, yeah, which was a bit annoying. So, um, and then we were doing really well. We were catching. We were catching the group, and I thought, oh, this is game on here. I'm going to have a good. I'm going to do really well here. And um, of course, I didn't realise, didn't click on that uh, they were a different age group and they already done one lap after my first lap. They came in right. and um, although they pulled me in and I was so close, like catching this um, group, um, I was just too, um, yeah. too uh, I, I just lost so much time. I was out on my own for the next lap, six, yeah. six miles. Yeah, well, I, gave, I gave it my all. I gave it as hard as I could. Um, to try and keep the gap down, and it, I, I was—I I mean, I've never ridden a bike that far, so I was really suffering. Um, and um, obviously, I had no water, so I couldn't take any water on. And um, I, I know that the guy, um, one of the guys that was in my relay team, who's a bit, slightly a bit slower than me, he—he he was in a pack behind me, and he said they could see—he could see them towards the end. They were catching me big time, um, and that's the big difference. And then I got onto the um, to the run, and um, just struggle to run um yeah. uh, i've never had it before um it could be a combination of going too hard on the bike but normally i go i've gone hard on the bike and i've come out and i've managed to run really well um but also having no water i mean I, it was the first time i went past the drink station and i had to down some water like, i've never done that in a race normally the bike gets me through um yeah so that was that and um yeah it wasn't a great run for me i, I mean i still um i mean i did 18:48, but you're talking about on a flat course I would have expected a, a, a low 17. So that yeah, was the big yeah. difference. But then there's 30 degrees heat. Look at everyone else's times, they're a bit slower. But yeah. um, between, I came 13th. And I mean, I was very pleased with my how it how, how I performed. Um, but uh, if I had come um, uh, between me and third, uh, sorry, me and fifth, the, this Brazilian guy, Tiago, was 40 seconds. And then yeah. from him onwards, there's another minute. And if you look at that, I think to myself, well, because I like to analyse stuff. If I'd have been in that pack, I'd have been with him, I'd have outrun him, I'd have been in the top three. But um, I'm really pleased. I gave it all. And that, and that's, yeah, and, that, and it's all about enjoying it and having fun. And, and the experience of being at World Championships, um, especially triathlon, is like completely different to um, uh, craftlons. It's just completely different. Yeah. And it's very com very competitive as well. Yeah, and then I did the relays. Um, yeah, was I that did the fun? first ever. Yeah, it was really, really good fun. I mean, the disappointing thing was about that. It, it was great fun. It was, I'll say it's pain. Um, very tough, um, especially like a 300 metre uh, swim and then a, a 5k ride and then, and then a mile run. Um, it was, it was brutal, especially, in, especially I think when I did mine, it was about, oh, 11 o'clock, I think, just before 11 o'clock. And it was so hot. I mean, it yeah. was, it was hotter than the previous day. But yeah, it was good fun. The team, um, uh, we had a well-organised team, right? We knew our team uh, about a month beforehand. We met oh, right. a few, yeah. So a few of us met up beforehand, um, and, and uh, we we had a WhatsApp group, and we were chatting and stuff, and we still keep in touch now. But the only thing that disappointed me was that um, British Triathlon, unfortunately, 
Um, I don't know how they picked the teams. It looked like it was random, but they had no clue. And um, if they picked the teams properly and put people in, in the proper teams, they'd have come back with a lot of medals. So yeah. I don't know. Um, they did apologise. There was loads of people wanting to swap teams stuff. But I, um, at the end of the day, um, yeah, I could have been in a faster team um, and, put, and would have been one of the faster ones in the fast team wage group. And yeah, I could have won. Um, they would have won a medal. But at the end of the day, um, I met my team beforehand. They, they're really nice. They were all down to earth and actually felt like I was a team, whereas the others didn't feel like they were a team. So, yeah, I, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't care so, where we came. So I'll just explain to us then, because obviously it was the first time that it had, it had run. Yeah. You're not sure how they picked the teams. So for each age group, how many teams did you have? I think there was about four or five in mine. All um, right. It, okay. Yeah. So, you, um, so every so so that meant that everybody who took part in the rage group was also in the relay. If yeah, if you wanted to, there was reserves. There wasn't. Not everyone did it, but yeah, yeah I think there there was. I think there was three or four at least in my age group. We I was the second British team, and there was another um, team in front of us that came fourth or fifth. Yeah. But um, I, because it was the first one, I suppose there's always going to be problems with the first first ones. But talking oh, to different, absolutely, yeah. But but talking to different national um, national uh, athletes and stuff, that they they were picked. They had the, they just went down the fastest. Yeah. So um, that makes yeah, sense. But, but it was great. I mean, it was great fun. I really enjoyed it. And um, I actually, to be honest, I'm glad that I no one asked to to, to pick me or move me to a team because. Um, we, we, I had a really nice team and they, and they were good. Oh. Well, it sounds as if you had a, a good time. If, if you know, these, there's, they always throw up, um, I don't know, some some anomalies, don't they? Whatever, whenever you're racing abroad and you're racing for your age group, it's always never, never plain sailing. There's always something that, nah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm glad you, I'm glad you uh, enjoyed the whole experience and you've ticked that box. You've done what you set out to do. Um, yeah, so that's that's really good. You got to be pleased with that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really pleased. I mean, to to I mean, out of it, I pre-qualified. Um, yeah, for next year, obviously, I said I'm not going to take the position up. Um, as, well, at the moment, I'm not. But um, yeah, I just I'm, I'm really pleased. I mean, at the end of the day, like the scenario that I was given, uh, I was the best I could do. Well, that's that sounds really good. Um, so what have you done since since you've been back? So um, yeah, so what I've done since so I did um, did the relays and then um, uh, in the evening I got unwell. Um, didn't mention uh, we spoke about this earlier. I got coat. Um, well, I got head colds that I had for nine yeah. um, for well for nine days before I tested positive, um, and I was negative after four days. Um, so basically, I had a head cold. Yeah. Um, no other um, no other symptoms apart from. The only thing is when I was testing pos- positive, I, I was very tired. I, I did sleep about an hour and a half extra. But I was doing um, after the world championships, I, I did limited training anyway. Um, I, um, and I was really achy, but I did you're talking about um I did like five hours training after world championship. I suppose like maybe 13. Um so I had a bit of downtime, but obviously I, I was struggling in these sessions. I was feeling quite tired. Um but um, I managed to do a speed session, felt fine for some reason in the speed session, but felt really tired afterwards. And then, um, yeah, came back, um, got, got, I had COVID, whether I, whether I had it before the event, um, during before the event or just after the event or even got it on the plane, I don't know whether it was a cold and it came on. 
Um, and that's it. Um, and then um, basically, uh, I was trying um, trying to recover from that. So I didn't do much training. As soon as I tested negative, um, I started train. Um, trained. Did uh, some Mark Shepherd you've had on before, my coach. Yeah, yeah. So, He's been he's been a, a really good uh, like he's kept me grounded as well because you know sometimes you're like oh I want to do more and stuff like that but you know you can't but um, yeah he's been really really good like he actually um, mentoring me through this this period like and he he's gone um, he had COVID as well I mean everyone's different with COVID mm-hmm. um, you don't know how it's going to react and um, yeah he's been um, yeah re- really re- amazing really and um, yeah he, he's basically I've been talking to him on a daily basis still now um, about how I feel and and we, we were playing by ear um, the training and um, then we had uh, I had the British Aquathlon Championships and I wanted um, I wanted to win it um, uh, it's one when thing was that, that Yanni? so that was uh, oh that was um, not last week so I'll give you the date that was the seventh, uh, 16th of July Right, yeah, yeah. So, um, so, so yeah. So I, I tested negative on the Sunday, and on um, we 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 wasn't even going to think about the race. But then on the uh, Wednesday, um, well, the Tuesday, the head cold had completely gone. Wednesday, I felt like I had loads of energy. Um, did easy training. Uh, Thursday, did a bit more easy training. Felt really good. Rested up on the Friday. Turned up to, on the Saturday, and I, and I knew like. Um, that I wasn't going to be able to perform to my best and went on because um, I, I mentioned it before I, I didn't really want to do any aquathlons and um, I, I just wanted to do British uh, aquathlon championships because that's one it, I mean there was the first one last year um, I didn't place on that one last year um, and, and this year I have a second one so I wanted to try and get a medal and, and, and try and win it this year and I knew I was in beforehand I was in really good shape got onto this um, started the swim and I just let, um, normally I try and chase, you know, the, the front pack. I let the front pack go and I just um, did my own, my own race really. And um, I think it was a mental thing as well because I got, um, I started off quite slow and I got faster as it went on. Mm. Um, so I actually finished the race really, uh, for the swim really strongly, um, came out onto the run and um, uh, st- was running 540 pace. I thought, oh, this is not bad considering I've lost them. Um, um, I haven't done much training, so it's not too bad. And um, they changed the course because it was really hot. So it, again, like um, it wasn't, um, I don't know how they do these events, but last year when I did it, it was full 5K loop. This year, it wasn't a 5K. They did two laps, but somehow it ended up being about 2.87. So for a runner who's running um, and it's his best discipline, it's annoying that, um, losing about a minute to two minutes of, yeah. of running time um so um I was, I was going really well and then um towards the end um i started really fatiguing pace dropped off a little bit but not too much um i mean it was only a 30 minute race so it wasn't too bad and i got through it um but it wasn't um yeah it wasn't where uh, the swim was about a minute down um where i would normally be and the run was um yeah you're looking at probably about 30 seconds down so not too bad so i was happy with that on the Sunday, completely wiped out, um, completely fatigued. Uh, never had that before. Um, I've read up a lot of things about COVID, and I've been speaking to a few people. And I had glandular fever when I was a kid, yeah. so um, I had that for about eight eight months. So apparently, if you've had glandular fever originally, it was on the um, it was on the list as a vulnerable. Um, I, I only found out this recently. A vulnerable. Um, 
patients who had to get a vaccine, but then they the NHS backtracked it. So apparently, if you get if you if you've had it as a kid, then um, it actually takes you longer, and you get um, uh, glandular fever like symptoms as well. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I was getting. I was getting the puffy eyes. Um, sometimes I'm struggling to get out of bed, um, but as soon as I'm out of bed, I'm all right. But you feel really tired, and, and I've had that. Um, up until now, so a few weeks later, so, um, I'm coming up to my third week now. Right. Since, you still don't um, feel great then? Um, I, I feel all right. Um, it's the um, it's funny enough. It's the running. Um, so um, I did the uh, so I did a, I did a, my normal taper week. Mark said to do my normal taper week last weekend for the national sprint triathlon championships. And again, I had to change. Like so, the British triathlon championship. I finished fifth. Um, in my age group, um, uh, I finished fifth again at the this, um, the national championships. Again, I was hoping to be in the top three, but I knew it wasn't at my best. I'll, I'll explain what went, what I noticed on the race as well. But I did, my, I did my taper week, and normally on my on a Tuesday when I do my taper week. I do twenty minutes race pace. Um, uh, sorry, twenty minutes uh, in like a threshold. Um, normally between one fifty and one fifty five beats per minute. Um, heart rate running and i go straight on and do 20 minutes on the bike um, at race pace effort so that's my like that's my um tuesday before race um so i, I got out to run first thing in the morning because it's when we had the heat wave and obviously it was hot so yeah, yeah. I, I know you're going to be a lot slower and i was running i was running 538 which i normally do for the same heart rate for the first 10 minutes I thought oh it's really good and then 10 minutes later um for the next 10 minutes i, I, I just dropped down to six so Eight. So I kept it at the same heart rate. I didn't want to overdo it. And I thought, yeah, I've definitely got this in my system. Got on the bike and I had, I just, I, I was basically cycling in zone, um, zone three power zone because I couldn't get into a race pace. So I thought I'll just be sensible. It's hot and stuff like that. Um, I was really tired the following day uh, when I woke up and um, tired. I got through easy sessions. And then um, the Friday I did a bit, um, did a, do a, I do a very uh, short, hard uh brick session um got through that fine basically back to normal apart from the run was a few seconds off so i thought that was really good uh, saturday woke up feet um, felt really tired most of the day uh, extremely fatigued um woke up saturday fine a sunday fine for the race um started the, the swim felt good on the swim um went really well the bike uh I got into a, um, I got into a pack. I just couldn't push a bit harder on the bike. Got into a pack, and um, I felt um, that they were a bit too slow because I caught them up quite quickly. But I couldn't really get past them, and I was quite comfortable in there. Um, and then the run was the weirdest thing because run's my strongest point. Um, I, and I, I started off at five forty the mile, and I dropped thirty forty seconds by the end. I just completely hit a cliff, mm. and that's what. And that's um, the swimming's back to normal um the run it uh, the the cycling seems to be back to normal now like the, the swimming seems to be um hitting the reps bang on what i was doing pre um pre montreal um the swimming uh, sorry, the, the biking seems to be is now come back up like this week it's it, um everything's stabilized and um, the heart rate's back low um but it's the running and um, the running the first time actually this week that i've actually Managed to have a really fast run off zone two, a like 704 minute mile average. 
Um, obviously, so that was really good. But then I felt tired on the sun uh, on the Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it's still there, but it seems to be the running that seems to be like it's all right while I'm training. I'm not tired or fatigued when I'm training. Seems to be afterwards, like the following day. So it's a bit, it seems to be the running that seems to activate it a little bit. But I'm very we're being very cautious with it anyway. What have you got planned next then? And how are you gonna? Because obviously it, it sounds as if you're still you've still got issues with whether it's COVID or whatever. Do you think you, yeah. you need a complete rest? Next weekend, I've got um, a tune-up race, uh, which the boys demand, which um, is a local race. And then the week after that, I've got Montreal. So they were always... Right, right. Montreal. So you've Sorry, got, Munich. 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 Yeah, so you've got Munich coming up, yeah. So obviously, you don't want to take your foot off the gas at the moment because you've got that. That was what I was trying to work yeah, out. Yeah, so... Yeah. So if if I didn't have any races or anything, I, I um, and it was just like a local race, so I, I would I'd have a rest. But um, I, I think I'm on the men's. I think I'm getting I'm getting the good uh, training back in now. So um, I, I, hopefully uh, Munich um, in two weeks, well two and a half weeks time, I'll be able to um, be up there. You'll yeah, give it definitely. all. I'm sure you will, and uh, you'll come out where you're supposed to be. So. You know, yeah, there's but, always, and we'll, we'll you'll analyse it afterwards and think, oh well, I could have done this, that, and the other. But it is what it is, and that's that's the beauty of it, isn't it? So yeah, it is. Yeah, just at the end of the day, you just keep what you. Can. So you yeah. were saying earlier that um, you're not going to, you're going to give yourself a year out and have a have a bit of a break. So have you got any other other things in the pipeline other than triathlon and multi-sport? Or are you just going to completely um, stop? Well, well, when I say completely stop, I'm not, um, I'm not gonna like, I'm just gonna do my own thing. So I'm just gonna do a bit like I, I don't want to go like have a set like program, um, and um, like I've got to do this, got to do that, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, I, it, like for me, I, if if one day I wake up and I'm like I can't, I don't want to do anything, I won't do anything. If I want to go and do a run with, with the wife, I go and run do thirty minutes. So, you know, like I don't have to yeah. go out and say I will go and do a zone two run. I've got to go. Like that. I just want to do my, you know my own thing and then um, see where it leads. Really, I would like um, like for me. I think I've achieved everything in like I think I mentioned before in craftlons, and then um, I think I've achieved um, the bet the most I can with triathlons. Um, I've done really well out of that as well. So, so yeah. Trent, going to that. Um, so yeah, um, maybe um, that there, there is a thing at the back of my mind. Maybe go and do that marathon time. I, I always wanted to do a sub two hour marathon time so maybe my, my running's come a long way so um, two hour sorry not two hour. <laughs> I, I wish eh? I wish eh? <laughs> I might, I'd have to have some magic shoes on <laughs> no I mean so, sorry sub three hour sub three hour yeah That's yeah it's, it's come a long way, but not not that long. <laughs> <laughs> I need a bike to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I was thinking, um, yeah, maybe a marathon. Um, I just want to um, maybe get my 10K time down a little bit more, just just to see what it was. I mean, I, I've got um, I've got PBs recently on that, in a 5K. I, I did 16, uh, 40, and um, I did um, a Brighton uh, 10K, which isn't, flat but that was beginning of the season where I wouldn't say I was fully fit um 34 minutes 51 so I'd like to see if I can get those times um a bit further down um but the thing is I, I enjoy triathlon training so I enjoy swimming and stuff so I will be doing a bit of swimming a bit of cycling a bit of running and it, I mean it might be that um I, I'm not gonna do many races next year so, so I've definitely said that but it might be the fact that I am 
I feel like I feel good. I might turn up to a triathlon and, and, and do one. But um, yeah. yeah, at the moment, I don't really know where my path's going to lead me, but it's more of um, just like ad hocly doing training and just seeing how I feel. I mean, yeah. I know it sounds, um, I mean, it's my 10 years anniversary this year that I've done, um, yeah. I started sport. So um, yeah. in, a, in a month's time. So um, yeah, I sort of just want a bit of a break and um yeah, I'm not going to close the doors or anything. Yeah, that's it, really. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, good luck with it all. Um, Thanks. It's been, it's been great to catch up. And, that's been uh, good. Are you still doing your YouTube channel? Um, I've been so busy, I haven't done it yeah, for a long time. Yeah. I haven't um, noticed you put anything up, that's all. That's why I asked. So. Yeah, I've not done it for a while. Um, I, I do hope to go back to it, but, um, I've got, yeah. I mean, I've got so many... Uh, video footage from races and stuff that I, I planned to do but just didn't, yeah, didn't have well, time it is time and, and life takes over as well that's the thing yeah yeah all that dog walking you've got to do now as well yeah it's not too bad because <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not too bad because um, I, I walk I walk every lunchtime anyway so um, I, I take I take him out with me so um, are you still working yeah. from home yeah I'm still I'm still working from home so oh, that's I still that's still good. So I still get the balance, like uh, life and you know training. Still train before I work and then after I work. So it's it's quite good. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. whatever you do, just just keep on doing it. And I, I always say it's like a lifestyle, anyway, isn't it? We just do. Yeah. Stuff. Doesn't have to but be about- particularly com- competitive or anything. Just just keeping healthy and keeping fit, and that's the main thing. And keeping happy. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. At the end of the day, it's it's about um, having fun because no one tells us to do it. Um, It's about enjoying it. um, Yeah, and enjoying your hobby. Really, that's it. Really, and um, couldn't have put it better myself. And that's a great place, great place to land it. Uh, Like I say, thank you once again for coming back on. Thanks for having me. Great to have a catch up, and um, yeah, we we. Might leave it for another couple of years. Who knows what's what's uh, yeah. happening, eh? <laughs> I, might, I might be back. You never know. You might see me doing a half Ironman or something. Well, you know, we, we follow each other on Instagram anyway, so it's, yeah. it, we'll keep an eye on, see what's... Uh, just, yeah, just enjoy it. Just enjoy whatever you're doing and no pressure. I think that's... A, we put pressure on ourselves to do these things sometimes. And I think... You just yeah. to, I think you're probably doing the right thing. Just give it a, give it a year and then you might get the... Yeah, the, I just think... It's you know when you've done it for so long, sometimes you just want a bit of like a break, and then yeah. you come back. But I mean, during lock, lockdown, especially last year, I mean, um, when you, when you couldn't race during two two nineteen, and then um, there was hardly any races till till um, in two in two twenty. Um, I I remember getting that feeling when I when I did them few races, thinking, oh, this is really good, like this. That, yeah. Um, is bad, and yeah, and that's the feeling I want to get again. It's like really enjoy i mean i'm not saying i'm not enjoying it and uh, at all but it's just um yeah i just feel like i, I just need a, a break and um well, do my got, yeah you've got to listen to your body and listen to what you want to do and like i say as long as you're doing something it doesn't really matter what it is as long as you're up no. well it was great to catch up with yanni um and nice to hear that he's had quite a successful couple of years since the last podcast which was episode nine and if you haven't heard that one, yeah, you can go along and uh, listen to that. But yeah, really nice to hear Yanni and um, good luck to to him in the future ventures, whatever that may be. Uh, sounds like it's going to be mainly running because um, I think that is uh, that's his first love, to be fair. 
So that's about it for now. Um, thank you once again for listening and I hope you've enjoyed the chat. And don't forget, if you or any of your friends would like to come on the podcast, we are now looking for new guests to share their stories and inspire others. Um, please get in touch. Uh, DM us at Facebook or Instagram or get in touch on our uh, email, which is agegroupmultisportpodcast at gmail.com. Um, but once again, thank you for listening and I hope you have a, a good fortnight and if you're racing, good luck and I hope your training goes well if you're just training. So we would love it if you could give us some feedback on Spotify or on Apple podcast. Um, you could rate the show because it really does help us get out to a wider audience. Um, so yeah, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel which is AmpGB. Um, we're on Instagram at Amp underscore 1967. We're on Facebook at AmpGB. Twitter at Age Group Multisport Podcast. And uh, yeah, if you want to get in touch by email, we've already mentioned the email address, which is agegroupmultisportpodcast.gmail.com. Um, so yeah, thank you ever so much once again for listening. And don't forget, stay safe. Keep training and love the process. Mm-hmm.